You're now listening to a Press Play Network podcast. Episode 84 of the Hip Hop Rejects. This is your boy Royalty. Yo, it's your boy Young Fly. Then the rest. Together we are known as the Hip Hop Rejects. What's up, world? Man, chilling, prepping, getting ready for for the greatest day in human history coming up in 13 days. My birthday. So well, I was know. like Christmas. Okay, Christmas like that. thirteen days. Man. I, I know, man. I know. Uh, Christmas, I just mine went straight to Christmas real quick. That's why I'm, I'm I'm pretty, you know. Yeah, man. Go and boy, be that big old. Way. How are you gonna be that? Thirty-two. No. Uh, just getting right. Getting up. Getting up there. You know what I'm saying, man. You know, with with age comes wisdom. So you know. Each year I see this growing process, you know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get some things together. Just find me a certain way to celebrate, you know. And you know, hopefully this this next chapter, chapter thirty two, would be even more blessed, even more successful, even more great than chapter thirty one and the previous chapters were. Amen to that, man. Amen to that. Especially, you know, man, like the best birthdays is kind of like doing you, man. Because I know like my last birthday, my 31st birthday that I did this year, like, dog, I didn't do nothing special. Didn't really want to do anything special. You know, like the wifey and stuff, you know, did special stuff for me. But like at the same time, like the actual day of, like I requested off of work and stuff like that. But dog, all I did was just freaking just chill did what I wanted to do I rode around the city with the with the top down on the ride and I was just like enjoying and just going to do stuff it was just like I was doing like random stuff dog I was just like oh I want to go to this place and just go because I rarely like going to stores and look around and like just buy stuff or like pick up some stuff that you know I haven't had a chance to get because you know I had people that you know they love me send me birthday money stuff like that so I went to go spend some I'd rather get a chance to just go spend money on myself so man I went around and just just did that and it's like that's like for me, it wasn't a super extravagant, but that, like, I feel like that was like the best birthday ever because I did the whole day. I did what I wanted to do. Nobody told me, oh, I need to go run and do this for them or anything like that. I did what I wanted. And see, like every see with my birthday, I always either fall on Thanksgiving or the day after Thanksgiving, which is Black Friday. My birthday actually falls on a Saturday this year. So, you know, like I got that whole day to myself. I already got, you know, everything rescheduled that I used to do on a Saturday. I got that rescheduled. Like, I'm just going to find something to do. Uh, I got a friend, female friend of mine that's coming, going to be in town. She said she wants to take me out for my birthday. So, you know, we going we gonna to do that, man. And I'm just going to chill, probably have me a few drinks and chill out. 
that is the that is the best way, dog. I, I cannot I cannot stress that any further. That is like the the best. I mean, you know, I think some people that we overthink birthdays a little bit too much. We be trying to do, oh, I'm gonna have this and I'm gonna do that. And now, maybe I just, want a birthday party. Like I would love to have a birthday. I haven't had a birthday party since I was six years old. So, <laughs> like, I would love to have a birthday party. You know, I have all my friends show up and everything like that. But I know where my birthday is. It's like almost literally impossible for me to have a party. Like, I would have to have my party either the week before or the week after. Or I would have to have it months down the road and say, yo, this is my birthday party. You know, it just delayed for so long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Man, all right, man. This is episode 84 of the Hip Hop Rejects. If you haven't figured it out already, this is a hip hop podcast that's all about the latest and greatest in hip hop. We talk about everything, man, from the latest in news, music, all that good stuff, albums, you know, nothing but hip hop stuff on this show. So if you ain't about that hip hop, then you can press pause right now. But all right, man. Um,. Before we get into things, make sure if you miss episode 83, go check out that episode 83 of the Hip Hop Rejects on SoundCloud. You can also check out any of the older episodes of the Hip Hop Rejects. Just head over to thehiphoprejects.com. Again, like I said, man, if you are new to the Hip Hop Rejects, that is the Hip Hop Rejects. We don't spell it the correct way. We spell it the, spell it the Ebonics way. That's Hip Hop Rejects with a Z. Dot com is the website you can go to to get all the latest and greatest on the Hip Hop Rejects and also pick up yourself a Hip Hop Rejects t-shirt. So, if you ain't got one of those, then, uh, you know, you're missing out. So, I suggest you go get one. So, all right, dog. We are back in this thing. Um, I know we always tell y'all, like, you know, we be trying to restructure stuff, but we are. We be trying to, like, restructure, make the show better, um, and stuff like that. Life gets in the way a lot of the times and a lot of, in a lot of the situations. But, you know, we here. We ain't going nowhere. So, uh... Which we got on deck, dog, for uh, for hip hop news. Uh, well, this week, let's see. Let me kick it off with good news. This week, Eminem dropped a new single, him and Beyonce, called "Walk on Water." Wow, that's a weird pairing. Mm. I'm, I'm not, dude. I've never in my life would have expected Eminem to do a song with Beyonce. After the Rihanna, you know, after those Rihanna, songs with Rihanna, Eminem and Rihanna kind of fit, but Eminem and Beyonce kind of don't fit. I'm just saying. I actually, but when it boiled down to it, I like the song. Like a lot of kids in this generation may not like to like the song, but the older adults, because we can relate to what he's talking to in the song. First off, have you heard the song? No, I haven't heard the song. I, I know I knew nothing of this before we did our normal outline for hip hop rejects. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, the song dropped, I think it was Friday. And um, I had, no, it dropped Thursday. And I, you know, as soon as I seen it pop up, I get the notifications on my phone. As soon as I see the notification, I'm like, yo, I got to go check this out. So I go and check it out. I listen to it and I read an article behind it. I like the song. Like I said, you know, they did. uh, was it a hit or miss? If you and they broke it down in age brackets, like like I said, like the younger generation, you know, most of them couldn't relate to it. So, 
you know, it wasn't, it's not one of them dance you can whip and one of them songs you can whip and they nay to. Uh, whatever the hell dances they do. Some people probably wondering what the hell is a nene now because that's like really old. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but you know, it's 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 a song that you know when one of them songs when you feeling down and out and you need a little inspiration and it's kind of probably weird to some people coming from in, um coming from Eminem, one of those type of songs. But you know, he's always done other inspirational songs also, but um. Yo, it was a it's a dope song in my opinion, man. It was produced by Rick Rubin, so you know. Hmm. You know what I really hope though? I really hope that, you know, really one, I hope this kind of leads to a you know, a new Eminem album, of course. Oh but yeah, I, Revelation. But I but again, like I hope it leads to a good Eminem album. That's the yeah. that's the kind of like the thing that it needs to lead to. Is a good Eminem album, not a Crappy. Yeah, but but behind it, it, it was stated that um the you know with the release of the single that that is the single off the album that we will be getting pretty soon. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, I'm about to go. Yeah, I'm about to go check that out. Um, and it says here that he performed it at the. Hold on. Uh, hold on, man. Hold on. Okay. Huh? Okay. But yeah, man, what I really hope is like with the album, I really hope they um, <clears throat> really hope that, you know, at least a very good album and stuff like that. I see there was um, he did it at the EMAs, which is the European uh, European Music Awards. Yeah. So uh, uh, we'll see what that uh, we'll see what that turns into. And sticking on topic with Eminem, um, Eminem, Rick Rubin wrote an article explaining um, Eminem's process. And in this process, you know, they were trying to come up with, you know, the song or whatnot. And, you know, people were like, you know, you should do this, you should do that. And Eminem just broke it down how frustrated he is with the state of hip-hop right now. Like, he is, like, fed up with mumble rap. And that's what one of the reasons why he felt like it was time for him to come back and do an album. Because uh, he's fed up with mumble rap, which you know, I have to agree with him. I what can't wait. I really, I like seriously. You know, they, I know they say everything goes in cycles. So I can't wait till we get back to the cycle where it's all about lyrics. Yeah, no, man, I definitely agree. It's just like this is like a this like a void in in music and stuff like that as far as it relates to just elite artists putting out really good music that's just like oh man there's so much stuff to listen to I don't know if to listen to the new T.I. album or listen to the new Jay-Z album or listen to the new you know whoever whoever you know whatever the case may be and stuff like that man it's like I just want us to get back to that I just want us to get back to that point in music where it's just so you know you freaking scatterbrain with your music selection like man did you hear that new man did you hear that new you know you know stuff like that so I can't wait to I can't wait to get back to that point like when you had it that one time when you had like in like 2004 2003 between that area like when school started in 2003 and when we graduated in 2004 like 
when you had Get Rich or Die Tribe, you had Kanye dropping it, you had Chameleon there dropping it, you had Usher dropping it, all this good music dropping, like, back to back to back to back to back. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, like, and then that was at the time when people was making CDs and burning CDs, and you had, like, a whole binder full of CDs you could sell because people wanted all this music, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, everybody was trying to get whatever the new hotness was. Yeah, and then, you know, you could put, like, you could, and at that time, you could sell the same music to adults and kids. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's, that's, that is, uh, that is very true, my, my dude. Can't wait to get back to that, uh, can't really wait for us to get back to that point in music. Um, they were slowly getting there, though, slowly getting there. Um, what else we got on deck, Doc? Oh, and so let me see. Let me go down my outline. Um. Oh yeah, one of our favorite people to talk about on Hip Hop Rejects went back to jail. Yes, I heard about that. Uh, uh boy, Meek Melissa. Yeah, man. You know what? Him having a chick at his side kind of kept him out of trouble. Now, yeah. Now that he's hanging with. The boys or the homies, uh, he gets in a little bit more trouble, as you can see. Now he's back. Yeah. He's back in jail. It was like for two years. Yeah, like two, three, two to four years. Two, four years on what? For violation of parole. Oh, uh, see, see, there you go. Bad homies, right. homies, so, homies, influence you to go do stuff you shouldn't be doing. You know, that's your curfew, dog. Here's the here's the backstory with this. So, according to Meek Mill's lawyer. The judge had a vendetta against him. So once when Meek Mill stood in front of this judge, she asked him to remake a old Boys to Men, who is also from Philadelphia, um, Boys to Men's um, song on Bending Knee and shout her out in the song. He thought she was joking. She was dead serious. And he decided he was like, no, I'm not going to do that. You know, and he didn't do it. So when he went back in front of her, they're saying she got he she sentenced him because he didn't do that song for her because it was you know the crime that whatever crime that was committed he had already served time for, and so they saying he had was brought back in front of her. And she sent it to him because he didn't fulfill her request. They, you got all these stars on Instagram, Twitter, and their things screaming free McMeals. They had a rally today, a, a free a free McMeals rally today in Philadelphia. So I mean, I don't know what's true behind it, but my thing is this: this is how I feel. Say what you want to say. If he had never did stupid stuff in the beginning, he never would have been on probation. He never would have had that in his background to even get sentenced in the first place. Very true. So, I mean, I'm not saying this because I'm not a Meek Mills fan. I'm just saying this because this goes for all people who get in trouble. You don't do stupid stuff to get locked up. And then when you get out, if you if you if you do, I understand people make mistakes. We all human. So if you make a mistake, get locked up. OK, cool. Well, when you get out of jail, don't put yourself in situations where you can get locked back up. Yep. 
gotta be aware of the situations and be aware that you cannot do the same stupid stuff you used to do. That is just how it is. That is just how it works, man. So you can't 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 really do that. So, um, man. So, pretty sure you probably saw the video. I know it's not hip hop related. Let's talk about this boy Tyrese crying. Man, look, man, I'm, I'm not. I haven't talked about this on two shows. Look, man. Oh man! Like I said, the man probably was doing what he had to do to feel better about his situation. He got on Instagram. He said he was on antipsychotic medication, which was making him say and do all the stuff he was doing. I don't know how true that is. He must been taking but, some anti. He must been taking some depressants, dog. But whatever he was on, whatever he was doing, it's been done. It's in the past now. He seems like he's back to normal. So I'm done with Tyrese. <laughs> yeah, that boy's, uh, uh, yeah. There's so much crazy stuff going, especially with him, not, you know, him and The Rock, or Dwayne Johnson, not one. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's crazy. That's crazy. <clears throat> All right, man. Um, so, Next topic. Oh. So, um, big boy. So the question is, why is big boy one of the greatest of all time? My opinion, hands down, lyricism. Lyricism, his versatility to be as a versus versatility as an artist. And reason why I say this is because he was in one of the hands down the greatest hip hop groups of all time outcast that's one one for him to break out on his own which hardly ever 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 really works for a lot of artists that break out of groups duos to be exact because a lot of duos are just like stuck in the shadow of the other person and playing off of that other person and they don't ever really, really, really ever do well. And then on top of that, um, I think even because uh, didn't Big Boy form another group like uh, what's the name of the uh, Purple Ribbon? Not Purple, Purple Ribbon Army, but I knew that was his, that was primarily his label. But there was like a recently he did a. Um, it's almost kind of like a Nars Barkley type of deal. I forgot the name of the guy he was doing some music with. Like, this is like very recent, like maybe like a year or so yeah. ago. Yeah, I know you're talking about. I forgot the name myself. Yeah, so you got stuff like that for him to branch out into another group and still, you know, still do well and still sell like a bunch of records, man. And like, that's 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 kind of that's like that puts him down as one of the greats. Yeah, he don't get a lot of notoriety like some of these, like some of the other, you know, the goats that we see in the DOA, the DOA rappers that we as we probably would like to call them. Um, but nah, man, Big Boy definitely deserves like, a, like a big, big, big kudos, man. Like I know the name of the group, Big Grams. That's what it was called, Big okay, Grams. Yeah, that was the name of the group that he had with another guy. Um, because you had like the you know then you got Boomerverse, which is another good album. Sir Lucius Leftfoot was another. It's like another good album. So it's like man, he had like a lot of. And then his features be like dope. Oh yeah, his features are always dope. Him and it's like that from 
him and Andre, these boys could just probably make a straight up living just being featured on artist songs. They don't even have to come out with an album. We want them to come out with an album, but they wouldn't necessarily have to. Basically. Because and then, you know, speaking of Andre, Andre just recently did uh interview with GQ magazine. And yes, yeah, all he dashed all our hopes. He keeps doing was, that. He keeps doing yeah. that. Yeah, but I mean he sounded like in this in this interview, he sounded like he was absolutely for sure. Like there's no more Andre three there's never gonna be an Andre three thousand solo album. Like the love below was like the best we was gonna get. I just want another Outcast album. So I don't think it's another Outcast. He said he just don't feel the music no more. He was like, he was like, you know, sometimes you just gotta know when to quit. And he was like, I stepped out when the getting was good. I can agree that he did step out when the getting was good. I can, I can, I can definitely say he he is correct on that note. But it sucks though. Yeah. Really, 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 really sucks. All right, dog. What what we got? Uh, next topic. Let's stay on the topic. Um, going from Outcast to Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj's brother was convicted of the rape of his stepdaughter. Now, I mean, I follow Nicki Minaj on Instagram. She doesn't look like she's faded by this at all. Like Nicki is still doing Nicki. Like she ain't. Nicky's still doing Nicky stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's like she ain't missed the beat. But like her brother's lawyers were saying, like, oh, this was a false accusation because they're just trying to sue Nicky for $25 million or whatnot, like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you know, uh, bro, the little boy said he came in, saw his sister crying, and your pants were down. Wow. Like, like in this culture, what's what's going on in America today? Like, they like with a rape accusation. Like, they ain't, they ain't, ain't, ain't no innocent to proven guilty. If somebody accuses you of rape, bro, like just because of what's going on in society right now, you're guilty. Yeah. You're not. And he already had strikes against him. He's not white. He's not a politician. He doesn't have a lot of money. His sister does. Like, that was three strikes against you already. So, you know, like, bro, you should have just, I don't know what to tell you, but, like, if you went and had sex with a child, you just, you sad all around the board. Yes, sir. That is... like as a thirty-two year old, I'm skeptical about having sex with an eighteen year old, and she grown. It's that teen thing, like yeah. Even that 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 nineteen eighteen thing, like I don't even want to even go that far. Like I'm skeptical about a twenty-two year old. Like anybody that wasn't in school with me, like I'm kind of skeptical about dealing with them on that type of level. Yeah. Like if you want skeptical, like like older women, cool. I mean, because I know you've grown, but like, if you went in the same school building with me at some point in time, you know, I think like we're not on that same level. We're not on that same plateau. So, like, I'm not trying to have sex with you at all. Man, yeah. <laughs> in like a decade, like, a, like, 
to me, almost a decade in between your age, it's not cool at all. That's just like, I don't like, like, like I even like I used to have a problem. Like I, I kind of like still do. Got a problem with seeing old men, like real old men with really young girls. Mm-hmm. Like you got like a a fifteen plus age gap in between you. Mm-hmm. And like for some reason, they just don't sit right with me. Like if you old enough to be somebody's daddy, you know, they're just. I don't know. I don't. I really just don't. It just don't feel right to me. Like they, you know, it just like at some point in time, while you are an adult living your life, this person was a child. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like <sighs> I don't know. And you know, like I say, older women for like for me, but like when I say older women, I'm I'm not talking about nobody more than about five or six years older than me. I mean, still old. I mean, still old woman at the end of the day. I mean, this is more. I mean, five years experience in you know in the realm of a woman is a little bit. You know, that's that's an experience and for some, not for all, yeah. but for some. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> all right. So um, our next topic again. If you're new to the hip hop rejects, um, if you're an independent artist and you know anybody that's an independent artist, you manage an independent artist or your family members, cousins, friends, all that good stuff. If you know any, head over to the hip hop rejects.com, look for the indie spotlight link. You can send in your tracks to the hip hop rejects. We are full 100% supporters of independent music. We love supporting independent artists on our show. If you want to get your music spotlighted, then make sure you, um, Go to our go to the hiphoprejects.com and it'll get all the information of what you need to be spotlighted on the Hip Hop Rejects Indie Spotlight segment every single week on the Hip Hop Rejects. All right, man. So we're gonna get back into some more topics. Um, real quick though, um, along with the indie indie uh, indie spotlight stuff like that, Reject Radio still coming, still on the way. Summer 2018. So. Please continue to submit music for that. That is definitely something that we are uh, pushing and striving for for 2018. Um, and also, man, it's like that's a press play network thing. You know, I probably forgot to mention in the very beginning. It's a press play network podcast. So, you know, go check out Three Kings, which just had his debut episode this week. So if you're into like, you know, it's a show about men with family kids, you know, talking about, you know, relationships with family, God, you know, health, all types of stuff, man. So if you're looking for some, some enlightenment, some, some advice, or, you know, just, you know, feeling like you just want to hear somebody else's perspective on different types of different subjects in the, all in those realms I just named, go check out Three Kings. You can go over to facebook.com forward slash Three Kings podcast. That's the number three Kings podcast is uh, where you can check all that out at, man. All right. So what we got on a uh, side of Prince, man. <laughs> it's why you, you you sighed. So we got another person out here talking about that the greatest rapper alive. Actually, he said he the greatest rapper dead or alive. So I don't even know who this guy is. I don't know anything about him. I don't care to know anything about him. 
just because you out of million, bro. Let me see. Let me just go ahead and give you some advice. Go listen to Kendrick Lamar damn album. There's a song on there called Humble. I need you to listen to the chorus. And when you listen to the chorus, I need you to do exactly what Kendrick says. <laughs> Sit down, be humble. My dude, I never I don't see a platinum album. I don't see several platinum albums. And, and until you got a catalog that can match your words, keep that to yourself. I won't say I heard I know of Side of Prince. Mm-hmm. I've heard of Side of Prince. I've heard song or two. But he no, you can't you can't you, no, you can't, bruh. You can't you can't no, you can't you can't say you the best rapper alive. You can't do that. Cause a good if you do a census dog, majority of the people ain't heard of you. Just saying. Kanye didn't put you out like that. Probably we you probably should have been out like that, but you were not like that. He put Big Sean out like that. Not you. Not you. Exactly. So yeah. That ain't that ain't that ain't what that is, bruh. Alright. We're gonna move on on that one. Um, all right, man. So we decided to do for this episode, because you know, we talk about a lot of great music on the hip hop rejects, the great of hip hop that was, that used to be, that we hope for it to get back to. And so we decided, like, you know, let's talk about it's November 2017. And so I felt like 10 years wasn't far long enough as far as for music. To, to do this particular, um, I won't call it a segment, but eh, it may be it may become a segment. We'll see. Um, but like to talk about hip hop, like twenty years ago today, not today as exactly today, but like November twenty years ago, which would be November two thousand and no, not two thousand, but nineteen ninety seven. Nineteen ninety seven. What was out at the time in music? So I'm going to go over there and we're going to talk about some of these music selections that came out around that time. I'm going to start with some really goodies at that. The first the first ones about tonight. So I'm going to go over the list first and then we'll review back over each one that I named. Um, so we got Jay-Z. In My Lifetime, Volume 1 was out in 97 in November. Young's favorite album, my favorite album too, Master P, Ghetto D, dropped in 97. Uh, we got Will Smith, Big Willie Style, it's another good hip hop album. Eminem dropped his Slim Shady EP in 97. Uh, the RZA, Rhyme and Reason, dropped in 97. I don't know who the heck Twisted was back in 97, so I'm not going to even talk about that. Uh, uh, Lil' Kim dropped Hardcore in 97. Um, you got, um, well, in November, we got uh, Lady of Rage, for those who remember Rage. Yep. Um, Nece- uh, Necessary Roughness, that dropped in Jurassic 5 dropped that day. I don't know if this may have been a debut album. Uh, the album Jurassic 5 in 97. Remember them? Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else I got in here? Anything else? 
I don't know why that's even classified as hip hop, but I'm going to say it just because it's funny. They put Aaron Carter. This is the brother of. No, no, no. Stop. <laughs> why Stop. is this no, hip hop? No. It's not hip hop. What? This is a misprint. Aaron Carter did not do any hip hop music. No, no. There was nothing gangster or hard or storytelling about Aaron Carter's life. His brother, his big brother, was a Backstreet Boy. I'm just saying. Just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. I, I had to, man. When I saw that on the list, man, I had to. I had to say it. All right. So I called for a substitution. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So of course, the first four are like classic albums in hip hop. So we'll start off with Ghetto D because we from the South and that's what we really relate to. Man, Ghetto D, it, man, uh, yeah, I'm gonna let, I'll let you kick this one off, dog. Alright, so basically, this is what kicked off, like, this is not what really kicked off Southern music, but this is what really brought New Orleans into the fold. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ghetto D was, it had Make Them Say, say uh, uh. Yeah, it had, you know what I'm saying, um, Bourbons and Lacks on it. Yep. It had, uh, uh, I was like, dang, man, I'm trying to think. Uh, man, it had a bunch of classics on it. I'm going to put it just like that. You know, stuff I still ride to today. Like, on any given day, you will catch me riding down the street listening to Ghetto D. You know what I'm saying? Yep, I miss my and, homies is another good yeah. one off of there. Yeah, like, it's like some with some classics on there, bro. And then, you know, it had all, like, yeah, the whole No Let Me Click on there, you know, it had Mystical, uh, Mia X, Fiend, Silk the Shocker, you know what I'm saying? Like, people who probably couldn't put out a record to save their life right now in today's climate, but back then. <laughs> I'm not laughing at the fact, I'm just laughing because, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but back then, you know, it was hot, you know what I'm saying? Like, Master P, like, he took the country by storm, yo. And I was talking about he had good music that was that was crunk at the time, but then when I go back and listen to the lyrics, I'm like, yo, this dude was really country. But <laughs> at, the, at the same time, bro, you know, I'm just like, yo, that was that was basically a part of my childhood that was still bumping and which is still cool to this day if you listen to it. Like a lot of the younger cats probably listen to it and be like yo that's lame or whatnot but you gotta really like you gotta listen to the lyrics and you gotta understand where he coming from being from New Orleans coming from the Calio projects and telling his story yep that, that's very true dog um next album um 97 Will Smith Big Willie style that album gave us get jiggy with it to um, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. Miami. Uh, I couldn't even get down Will Smith with that. I know you couldn't, dog. Well, I mean, but here's what we can't deny. You cannot deny, because some people probably like, oh, Will Smith's corny uh, as, like, as how he presented himself as a rapper. But out of all honesty... I like old Will Smith. I like Fresh Prince Will Smith. I don't like... 
But he was just like super commercial though. That's all it was. He was just super commercial with it. That was he was very very. He was a the most commercial heavy rapper that you could get. Like, give me summertime, Will Smith. I don't like Big Willie style. I'm trying to dance and all that, Will Smith. Yeah. I don't like Wild Wild West, Will Smith, none of that. Give me, give me Fresh, the Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff albums. Don't give me Will Smith without Jazzy Jeff albums. <laughs> yeah, but nah, he made, I mean, though, he had some big songs on Big Willie style. Shoot, he had shoot, the freaking men. It was like a listen. And plus, on top of that, Big Willie style, Big Willie style had a lot of samples. Like Miami was sampled off of, uh, I can't reference the songs directly, but you know, shoot, freaking Men in Black was a was a was a, a sample from another record. So it's like it's a lot of a lot of reference uh, reference sample from a lot of old school hits off of off of that album. Um, in my life and times, volume one, um, you got with Jay Z. So you had like there's some, some tracks that stuck out on life and time on. Uh, in my lifetime, Streets is watching is one that I, that I really remember from the, from that album. Probably probably the most out of most out of all of them. Um, Crack Game is another one from Jay Z. I know that was that was kind of like Jay Z was popular, but he wasn't there there yet. He was just. Oh, this guy's like a protege. Like he was a protege of Biggie or whatever, a new Biggie, and Biggie was like, you know. But that was primarily it until he just really like skyrocketed after that. So, um, all right, let's 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 be honest about something. What's up? It took Biggie to die for Jay Z to blow up. Yeah, we all know that. I just want to let the. I just want to let a lot of people who are out there who deny that fact. To to understand that it literally took Biggie to die for Jay Z to blow up because Biggie had Brooklyn sold up, you yeah. know he had New York sold up. It took him to it took the the king of New York, which Biggie was at that time, to die and for a machine to get behind Jay because it took a machine to get behind Jay for Jay to blow up. Yeah, yeah, not because because Nas was. Like at that time, Nas was dealing with his mom dying, and you know, going through the stuff with his girl. So you know, Nas wasn't really on the scene then, because you know, it took Jay to come with the blueprint. Because while Nas was on hiatus, Jay put out three albums, and when Jay came with the blueprint and dropped the takeover, you know, that's what brought Nas back out, and Nas came out with all guns a blazing. Yep. But no, nah, yeah, that, nah, that's definitely that's that's the uh, yeah everybody kind of know that. Um, then we got the the last one that's really notable out of all of these, the Slim Shady EP, not the LP. The EP was before he found Dre, basically. Yeah. Um, don't know real lot of songs off of this because I've actually never listened to the actual EP before the LP. Um, and for those who don't know what an EP is nowadays, that is what's called an extended play. And typically, EPs are typically very, very short. Um, like, very, very like six or seven songs. It's almost kind of like an advertisement album. But actually, his EP was actually like 10 songs, uh, which is actually 
in some respects nowadays is an album for some people, is what they call it. Um, but yeah, so that was like Eminem's kind of like introduction, and which is why the Eminem Slim Shady was called the Slim Shady LP. So, um, which that which is basically gave us gave us Eminem and probably probably more likely got got his deal through that through that particular recording. So. But yeah, man, um, I think that's going to be it for episode 84 of the Hip Hop Rejects, man. It was fun kicking it with y'all, man. We will catch you guys for episode 85. Please, uh, again, like we always say, Indie Spotlight, please make sure you guys head over. See your tracks into us, man. We back on this thing again. Uh, this is the road to episode 100 of the Hip Hop Rejects. Um... It's about to get real interesting real quick uh, with the Hip Hop Reject. So got a lot of things coming down the road uh, going into 2018. We got, shoot, we got how many more weeks left in this year, man? It's crazy to say that, though, right now, too, at that. Um, shoot, we probably roughly got, what? No, yeah. don't, don't give him a time. Don't give him a time, right? No, I'm not giving him a time right for the 100, but I'm saying, like, dude, it's like, 2017 is almost out of here, dog. And we got like a matter of probably maybe seven weeks, seven to eight weeks left in this year. And then we in 2018. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy. So that's just, well, we on episode 84. Yep. So let's just be honest about it. Episode 100 being 2018. No, we know that. That's, that's definitely for sure. I actually hope that 100 is like in February because it, it would kind of like that would be like our what three year anniversary for SoundCloud yeah since we came to SoundCloud so I, I really hope it actually hits in February I really do um, but yeah man uh, episode 84 of the Hip Hop Rejects shout out to Player FM man for the people who listen to us on Player FM for showing us so much mad love we are one of the yeah. top hip hop podcasts on Player FM shout out to the people who listen to us on that platform we love you guys thank you for listening to us religiously man thank you guys for showing so much love for those who are dedicated and continue to listen, listen to us I know we sometimes have some in- inconsistencies with you know when shows come out but we working on that we're getting back to how we used to do it man new episodes dropping every single Tuesday of the hip on the hip hop rejects and on the hip hop rejects.com and, and I think- of Prince that was a lesson on how to be humble yes sir and uh, with that being said, we out. Yeah, one, God bless.